0: What's up, and welcome to Shop Sounds, a woodworking podcast about nothing, with myself, Nick Key of Key Woodworks, Jason Hibbs of Bourbon Moth, and Keith Johnson, better known as KJ Sawdust. All three of us are on YouTube,
1: Instagram, and TikTok. All right, folks. Despite the fact that my right leg is longer than my left, Jason's left nostril is bigger than his right, and Nick is so far down this guitar-making rabbit hole that he may never build a piece of furniture again moment of silence okay that's enough now what happened where did that what okay this podcast continues to be sponsored <laughs> by our astroplated shamwari <laughs> over at bits and bits who i outsmarted myself on that one is what it did who by the way prefer muffins over cake even though technically they're both cake right costanza mm. Now, when Bits and Bits aren't whipping up baked goods in the break room with their Easy Bake Oven, they are making their own... Sp- <laughs> I'm going to just read this. I'm going to I'm gonna read this like I'm uh, Burgundy reading the teleprompter on Anchorman. Making their own sports bras for routers and the CNC right here in the US of A where a new law is being proposed, rumor has it, in Congress, to ban all Peloton ads on TV and all my social media feeds. F off Peloton users, <laughs> that's all I have to say. Enough with sitting on your butt and peddling nowhere. Okay, now, after Bits and Bits makes them Bits, they grab a bucket of Astra coating and dunk them like a double stuff in a glass of cold milk, and this Astra coating, has proven to give these bits higher speeds and feed rates and extend the life of them by up to three times. Bits and Bits are also constantly coming out with new bits and expanding their tool selection, so check out their new tools page on bits.bits.com and get yourself some bits. And don't forget, they also take the great American-made Whiteside router bits and glaze them with their Astro coating so they can be fully optimized in your router's CNC machines or the Shaper Origin. Ooh. And finally, mm. Bits and Bits is also an authorized Festool dealer. And I hate that my mouse, when I scroll down, it actually scrolls up. It's in reverse. <laughs> and be sure to go check out all of Bits and Bits's offerings at bitsbits.com and use coupon code MORSELS15. M-O-R-S-E-L-S-15. Write that down to save 15% off your next order of router and or CNC bits, because every time you use that coupon code, my friends, my morsel's resting temperature goes up one degree. <laughs> Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit that did not that Celsius Ooh. crap. Fahrenheit. Oh. <laughs> Fahrenheit. The right
0: height. Fahrenheit.
1: Ooh, Fahrenheit. Uh Imperial. That's the way we go, people. That's right. Enough of the symmetric stuff.
0: By the way, uh, our one of our buddies, uh, Nick over at Stated Woods Co., he DM'd me mm-hmm. this past week and said that he got an error message that said too many people had used our Morsels 15 discount code <gasps> and, and it was no longer active. But I think what? everything has been set straight and it is now active again. So use oh, it. yeah, man. Use
2: it and abuse it till abuse you break it. the system. Break it again. <laughs> I just want to <laughs> break back it up again. a little bit to this ad read because I was looking and you said that they're <laughs> making their own... Sports bras for routers <laughs> <Yeah>. and
1: CNCs. <laughs> Supposedly, an coded sports bra gives women the most protection on the market oh. today. Just a little okay. lift. All just right. I a was little. Just confused yeah. by you're talking that. about you know the 24 hour bra <laughs> that they. This is like a 24 day. <laughs> Maybe even twenty four oh, month bra. I was wondering if you were gonna just
2: catch that or roll over it. Roll I, over it, yeah. I, I was looking I was looking at the ad read before this and I thought it would be funny to change just one thing. Well, <laughs> see what what's, happened.
1: <laughs> what's funny is if you guys have ever used a shared Google Doc, whenever someone is in there writing, their little name pops up and you can see it. And I didn't see that. So I had no idea until I got to that part. So. I knew it was a Brilliant.
2: risk I was taking.
1: Yeah, no.
0: <laughs> it
2: paid off. Yeah. Oh, that was
1: funny. In spades.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, that brings us to um, some other things that's paying off. And that's our Patreons. <laughs> Literally, they're paying us off. Um, that's right. Or paying us on. They're paying to keep us on the air. And we got some new patrons this week. Boy, we got some new patrons this week. Yeah, yes. we, did. we did. And um, it goes like this. We got Matthew Banks. Uh, Tom. It's either Wojo or Woho.
0: Uh, Joe. Go Joe. You yeah. think it's Joe? You don't think yeah. the J's an H? Oh, no, no, it's a Joe. Not like Jesus? Case. No. Okay. <laughs> Wojo.
2: From Woodworks for Goodworks. Ooh, I like that. Uh-huh. We got Billy Dangle, or is it Dangle? Dingle, Dangle? Da- Dangle?
1: <laughs> I don't Dangle. know. Dangle. Salsa. Salsa? Salsa. Uh,
2: yeah. At mm-hmm. uh, Dangle or Dangle underscore Woodcraft. Right. And then we got Brent C. Robert Still. And that's his last name is Still. It's not like we have Robert again this week. We have Robert
0: yeah. Still. <laughs> Robert yeah.
2: again. We got Matt Hoggins. or is it Haggins? Haggins? Haggins. Man, there's a bunch of, it could go either ways here. We got John Roberts, Jeremy Waldrop. And it's Jeremy Wall space drop, not Waldrop <laughs> is the last name. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think his last name's Drop, maybe. Jeremy Drop? I, I like prob- that.
0: Probably not.
2: Okay. And then we got Ben Gibson. And then we've got some new top tier. We've got.
1: <laughs> go f- go for I was it. just watching Jason's eyes. Look at this. Like, what do I do here? See, I
2: don't read through these before we go live. I'm assuming this is a real name. I'm going to read it fast so it'll just sound, it flows nicely. And it's um, Hanson Pieces Jibs Bottom. <laughs> Yeah, that's a real name. Hanson okay. pieces jib's bottom. Yep. All right, I feel that's like your a real name
1: one. is in there somewhere, like Hibbs, Jibs, Hanson. Maybe, jibs. but I think I it's a know.
2: coincidence.
1: I like it either way. <laughs>
2: uh, and then we got uh, Thomas Cahoon. Yeah, and Javier Valdez.
1: Valdez. Yeah. All that, right. Right? Yeah. Okay. that sounded colloquial.
2: And then, of course, we've got uh, some returning top-tier patrons. We will shout them out towards the end of the podcast because we want to thank them as well. And if you're not a patron, you go to patreon.com slash shopsoundspodcast. Just sign up and you get access to our after show where things got a little crazy with um, some of the questions last time. And we got a little too intimate on our bathroom routines. But that's what you get when you sign up for Patreon. So, And we got a whole bunch of questions this week from patrons. That's another thing. If you're a patron, you get to ask questions. We answer them in the after show. So go sign up and we'll do that
0: over there. That's
1: right.
2: But for now, on with the show. (laughs) On with the show. This is it. (laughs) (laughs) Everything you know about <laughs> culture comes from Bugs Bunny
1: Cartoon.
0: Bunny. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um.
2: Well, guys, I don't want to start the podcast off on a sad tone, but I got a little announcement to make. Uh-oh.
1: Okay.
2: We had to get rid of the puppy.
1: No. <gasps> Are you? Yeah. Really?
2: Really. What happened? So... As you know, we have another dog, Ava. She's an Australian Shepherd, and she's eight years old. Yeah. And I didn't even think about the puppy and our existing dog not getting along. And it was rough at first, and I kept thinking, like, man, this is going to get better. They're going to, you know, warm up to each other. But it got worse and worse. Oh, no. And really? the puppy just was not getting the hint. And it got to the point where I was like, man, I would hate for this dog to get hurt, the puppy. (gasps) And I had to separate them a few times, and there was never any, like, blood, but it was pretty rough there. And so finally we had to make the hard decision that we just had to find a new home for the puppy. So...
0: Oh, man.
2: It was a sad day. But my son, who I was really worried was going to be crushed, because, I mean, as a parent, we bought this puppy for him for Christmas. How horrible are we to then be like, never mind,
1: (laughs) get rid of it. Psych!
2: So we sat him down and we explained the situation and his first thought was, well, we have to do, you know, what's best for Ava. He loves Ava, our existing mm. dog, so oh, that's he good. understood it wasn't, you know, as big of a deal as I was thinking it was going to be. It was just sad. We were all pretty attached to her, so. But we found a great home and...
1: Oh, good. Yeah, but... For Ivor yeah. or the dog? <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> well, we have a
2: backup home for Iver if he gets tired of us, but... He okay. hasn't played yeah. that. He hasn't played that card. He hasn't played
1: yet, that so. card yet. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's sad. yeah. So that was that's, sad. That I know. Is really sad, man.
2: Yeah. I just wanted to say something. A lot of people have been asking for. They call them pup dates, which I think is gross. Yeah. Um, oh, right. Just say, <laughs>
1: gross. just
2: say updates like a normal person. But right, um, right. so that's the update. No more puppy photos. But man. someone's gonna get a good dog. She was. She's gonna be a good dog. So
0: are they gonna
1: keep her name, Goldie Han? I don't know. We said they didn't have to, but man. That's <laughs> It wasn't a contingency when you gave it away. No. To keep you have the name. To keep her name. I mean, you know if what Jerry's was name,
2: going to get a dog that had already been trained, I'd keep the name cuz it'd be easier. She knows her name now, so.
1: Right. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Jerry's gosh. name when we got him was Sir Louis. Oh, really? Yeah, we we got rid of that immediately. Yeah. Sir Louis? Sir, Who names a cat yeah. Sir Louis? <laughs> Well, the type know. of
2: person that has a cat, <laughs> right that
1: has sixteen cat other cats. Oh my gosh.
2: <laughs> yeah, all named after previous monarchs.
1: Lola <laughs> <laughs> was actually this King is Henry the George. Yes,' yeah. <laughs> <is> Queen Elizabeth <laughs> Oh, Catherine mm. the Great over here. and: We ooh. had Princess
2: die, but
1: she unfortunately
0: oh. passed away. Oh my gosh. Sorry, that was a bad joke. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> oh, I had tunnel vision there for a minute. Oh,
1: jeez. Awkward. Awkward. Too soon.
0: Um,
2: so what's up with you guys? What's new? What's happening in the shop?
1: Man. Nick, I saw your stories and I was like, why did Nick buy a fire hydrant? And like, and then it was like, oh, it's a, a guitar vice. It looked oh! very odd <laughs> that thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, I um. Man, I tell you what, going down this guitar instrument, I don't know, tunnel or whatever, has been crazy. Because, like, the company that I deal with, Stumac, they have so Mm -hmm. many tools that are just perfect for making guitars and dealing with, like, instruments and whatnot. And they ran the special on their guitar repair vice. And I was like, oh, that looks you know, pretty handy. So I was like, yeah, I think I'll, I'll go with one of those. So I ordered one and it came in and did you use a morsels 15? I did. Yeah. It gave me Maybe
2: 0% that's what off. The- no, <laughs> so too many people have already used this coupon. <laughs> it said way too many people had used this coupon. Right. Yeah,
1: This is a 10, percent surcharge. It actually, yeah, it charged me 15% more. <laughs> it Oops, was weird. Sorry but about that.
0: No, I got, I got it in this week and, um, it has this foot, so this this, this particular vice uh, is made to go like in a, a three quarter inch or, or uh, yeah three quarter inch hole in a <laughs> dog workbench be- work top, yeah, like a dog hole, oh. which is exactly perfect for my outfeed. So I can put this ve- vice anywhere on my outfeed table, um, but because, why do they call them dog holes? I, I don't know. I've, I've actually mm. often wondered that, are the things that pop up, do they call those dogs?
1: Yes, bench dogs, yeah. Yeah, yeah like so a little uh, like prairie, a they're name. prairie
0: dogs. They're prairie oh. dogging over here. When I prairie dog, it's a little bit different.
1: Well, that's for the after show, but I imagine because they call them bench dogs that, yeah, they're dog holes where the dogs go in. Right.
2: Oh. Okay, but, that makes sense. I guess that makes sense. Except that dogs don't live in a hole, but, you know, it's not.
1: Well, well prairie
2: could, dogs. Like, yeah, prairie dogs live in holes. I guess. So we're talking about a very specific animal here for this all to make sense, which I just think right. is a stretch.
0: Not a well, let's
1: break it down because dog. these things are popping up and going down out of a hole just like a prairie oh, dog. Oh, yeah,
2: exactly like a prairie dog. Yeah, so why wouldn't they call them prairie dog holes?
1: Well, that's They're, a long... Because you, you say dog. If I say
2: dog to you... You don't yeah. immediately think prairie dog. You think of a dog, like a woof woof dog. Right. Woof woof, not bang bang. <laughs> shot. Not dog
1: bite. Right. Not bang bang. Oh, wait. Dog bite, not shot. <laughs> yeah. You're right. All right, well, let's revamp the whole system. Yeah, we'll call a no, prairie before. dog holes. What
2: about a snake hole? I mean,
1: oh, oh, no, no yeah, nothing with same snakes
0: thing. or same
2: thing. Snakes live in a hole, rabbit hole, fox hole, right? Fox hole? Mm. I don't know. We we could I'm just call saying, them. All sorry, kinds of I don't want to get I don't want to get off topic here. I don't well, want to go down well, a rabbit hole. You I don't want to go down a hole. rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back to your vice. It's made to go in dog holes and continue. Right. Let's talk more about Nick's vices.
0: Well, I yeah I I, <laughs> I put it on my table and I was like, oh, this is gonna scratch up this uh, laminate <gasps> or you know that I just put down. And I was like, hmm, you know, I have extra. Of this Andy Klein cork rubber. Do you guys oh, love know what crubber. I'm
1: talking about? I know the crubber. Mm-hmm. The crubber?
0: Yes. Yeah. It's good mm. stuff. So I had it's an extra expensive. sheet of that. It is expensive, but I <laughs> ordered way too much when I, when I first ordered, you know, what I needed to put on my two vices on my workbench. So I had uh, extra and I was like, this is perfect for that. So I cut out just enough to go on the foot of this vise, and it, it's perfect. Now my nice. outfeed table will not get scratched up because I've got the crubber. Dude, to, mine's uh, already it. scratched
2: to hell and back. I mean, that's what it's <laughs> for. You run well, boards it. Well, I mean, yeah, that's what it's it, for. You, but it, like, you know how you know when you get something, drill new, holes in it.
0: You get something <laughs> new, and you're like, I want to keep this as clean as possible for as long as possible. Like when you get a new pair of sneakers or something. Dude, I like, stopped having that dream when I had a child. Well, yeah, I've got three kids, but I still have that dream. Like when I get a new pair of Chucks, I'm like, I'm going to keep these as white as possible for as long as possible. I'm going to put like anti-rain coating on them, anti-waterproof or waterproofing everything. And then, you know, they last like two weeks and then they get dirty and you're like, ah, whatever. And they last Mm. like two days after that. But Mm. I've done everything possible to keep my outfeed table nice and new and scratch-free. So I got I yelled at today
2: crubber. because Jeff Leatherman, you guys know Jeff, yeah. Uh, stopped well, by the shop and he walked in and I was scraping uh, dried-on Rubio yeah. off of my work table with a one inch woodpecker setup block.
0: Oh, well, that works.
2: And it was working great, and he's like, "What are you doing?" You got a sharp edge on those things. I know it's not gonna make it's not gonna like what wear it down, and now it's not an eighth inch anymore. It'd be like
0: <laughs> .78. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I just but in does the that wood thing shop? Fit?
2: I don't like keeping stuff super clean and new. It's a wood shop. It's gonna get dinged yeah. and beat up and.
0: You know. Well, I mean, there's there's probably a difference between your wood shop and my wood shop. Well, yeah, where, I build stuff in mine. But. Right. You build stuff and I like play around and make reels. So I, I'm more like, I want to keep this looking nice and clean. And you're like, I want to well, build stuff. Well, but that's
2: stuff. the beauty of the laminate is you beat the crap out of it for a year or two. And then you take a heat gun out, peel it off and put a new sheet back on.
0: Right. Exactly.
2: It's great.
1: It's great. Can't you? Can't it be like roof shingles? You go over it, right over it? Put another laminate right on top? Another layer right on top. Really?
0: You no? could. I mean, sure. unless there's a Why bunch not? of
2: like stuff stuck to it that's not flat.
0: But no, that's what you, well, s- you just sand it, it, it off. It. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like yeah. when but, I mean, grab your Honestly, if you pull out a
2: heat gun and heat that up, it literally peels right up. Yeah. Did that you that not see my on. reel
0: where I got a new uh, glue scraper from my in-laws? You What's a reel? It's on Instagram. No. I mean, are you I'm being on. real? Yeah, I'm being real. <laughs> Have you not seen these things? They're their card called Reels. It's like TikTok on Instagram though. That sounds silly. It is very oh. silly, but they're they're trying their best to become TikTok. Right, let me there. write this down. Let
1: me write Hold this on. down
0: Yeah,
2: don't write don't it down. Forget. Says the guy that's made like 15 grand a month on Facebook
1: Reels. Right. <laughs> oh, that's a totally different thing. <laughs> 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 if you pay me, I know all about it. Oh, right. Okay. Well, Instagram will pay you
0: just <laughs> not nearly as much as Facebook will. Oh yeah. But it's the mm-hmm. same company, about that which is second. completely weird, right? It's the same. Yeah, company. I think so. Right. It doesn't make any sense. No sense. No, but That's no sense at all. So as I was saying, I got a um a chisel plane from my in laws for Christmas. Oh,
1: I saw that. Yeah. Nice. And that
0: thing is like the bee's knees of glue scraping. Like it is so good. <laughs> Is it that what it's for, or it's no, for like flush trimming? Not. Like <laughs> obviously <laughs> not. It's for glue scraping. I mean, that's what I'm going to use it for for the most part. Sure. But anytime sure. I do anything where I'm going to have tenons, like that is like the perfect tool to get a nice flush um, cut on your tenon because it's basically a chisel, but it's like a chisel with training
1: wheels with a handle. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because well, you mean like a block plane. Right, it's a block plane, mm. but it it won't it's go any further a lot like a plane. than what your block plane will. Like <laughs> your block plane will keep going as long as you keep scraping, right? Like yeah. it'll just keep taking material off. But the the chisel plane will only take as much off as you have it set for depth of cut. So like it will just stop. It will it'll bottom out after a while. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah. No, but that's okay. Kind of. Well, you don't use have any to hand tools,
0: it. so you don't. You don't really
2: know what talking
1: about.
2: Hey, now. Wow, shots fired. I have, a, I have a block plane that I use all the you time. I just used pick. it in like my last two videos. Did you really? <laughs> I used it on the whiskey coffee table to get those round sides. Did oh, Did that right. with the block plane? I used oh, I it on the see floating nightstands to do those curved front drawer pulls. No, I so didn't don't see those at all. Step off. All right. Go back to your... Fancy outfeed table without Excuse? a scratch on it. <laughs> Excuse
1: me. <laughs> Sorry uh, about that.
2: But as we were talking about reels uh, and Instagram and that sort of thing, I decided that I was going to just start throwing up my old uh, YouTube videos on I IGTV. Because you what? can
0: monetize that. I noticed one came up from what? like what? 10 what?
2: years ago. Yeah, I started. Well, yeah, it was a while ago. Not right. 10 years. I haven't been on you YouTube looked, that long. You
0: looked so young. Yeah. Um.
2: <laughs> And so I put them up there, and each one has gotten like maybe fifteen thousand views. So not a lot, but I've made six dollars, guys.
1: <laughs> hey, wait. What do you mean? My, what do you mean? That's decent. An IG reel. You put up an old whole YouTube no, video. No, on IGTV. That's oh. still a thing. Apparently, well, yeah, but
2: they're you, have to, you can you can only upload through the IGTV app. Holy. crap. So you got to download a separate app, but then it winds up on Instagram still. So I don't get why you have to go through a separate app, but you have to download an IGTV app. You can do up to 15 minutes worth of content and you can can monetize it. Right, right. So I was like, I might as well try and see what happens. But so far I've made six bucks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. So it's like TikTok. Yeah, Yeah.
2: it's basically TikTok. Uh Uh-huh basically that. <laughs> and then I decided I was going to start trying to do these YouTube shorts cuz YouTube sent out this article and I was like the fastest way to grow your channel, YouTube shorts and I had all this stuff so I was like I'll try it. So I posted the first few and I was like man, 15 seconds just isn't very long it's to tough. get anything up. No, there. it's fast. And then I realized oh, it's not. It's a minute. You, you can be you can be 60 seconds. You just got to push the little <laughs> button. <laughs> <laughs> So my first, like, three, I was, like, really trying to get it in there under 15, and then I was like, oh, I got a whole minute.
0: But you'll notice that the the faster ones, the 15-second ones, will do better than the longer ones because people have shorter attention spans.
2: And I'll say this. I uploaded five shorts, and I've already yep. made $9. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. That's Killing about it. right. Yeah. So, I don't think YouTube is the place for shorts, though. I think... What I what I've heard, you know, kind of on the grapevine, is that people that want to go to YouTube, legs get chilly, yeah. <laughs> I mean, for the most part, nobody's wearing <laughs> socks over there. But you gotta you gotta post like normal content on YouTube, like long mm-hmm. form. Everybody yeah. likes long form on YouTube. If you want to watch the fifteen second stuff, they go to TikTok. That's where yeah. they're going. And you want to watch anything else? You you're just on Instagram.
2: I will say this though: when I posted those fifteen-second ones, a hundred percent, a hundred percent of the people that clicked on it watched it to completion
0: for fifteen seconds.
2: For fifteen seconds, so right. that shows you about people's attention span. Because then I bumped
0: it up to a minute, and it's down to like
2: sixty-two percent.
0: Right, right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm seeing the same thing. Like my, um, I, I told you last episode, uh, my cutting board video from Amazon. Is mm-hmm. do, it's it's still doing so crazy good. Like I'm up to seventy thousand views, which is really high for my channel. Um, and the retention is somewhere around like five minutes, and the video is only like nine minutes long. So I'm getting mm-hmm. over fifty percent retention, which is crazy good. So people yeah. are actually watching at least half of it. Mm. Hmm. It's wild.
2: Yeah. I, see, I I usually have around 50% retention, but my videos are also almost 40 minutes long. So. That's, yeah. That's insane. You got a
1: uh, ABC mini series. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Seriously. People will be
0: like, I'm going to watch PBS or bourbon moth. I don't know. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I think I'm going
2: to stop doing the shorts. And the only reason is I hate how they clutter up my page. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah I think that's what other people don't like is because there's like, there is no way that you can say I'm going to sub to this channel but only sub me to the long content. I don't want to see well, the Well, and shorts. I had a few
2: people, when I put those first shorts up, I had a few people that commented and they were like, man, I was at work and I saw this pop up. So I saved it to my queue and was so excited to watch it when I got home and then pulled it up and it was 15 seconds. Long. <laughs> right. Right. They don't care about shorts. Sucker. Yeah. They don't, yeah. They don't care. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be done and I'm going to delete them off my page because I just hate the clutter. It's all in there. Right. And,
0: yeah. Yeah, I don't think, I think YouTube it. is is one of those places where people just want to watch longer content. They don't, yeah. they don't care about the short stuff. No.
2: But you know what I did for the first time on Monday that was actually a ton of fun was I did my first live recording ever.
0: Oh, did you do that?
2: Well, I think I might've done one like in, when somebody else did it like in their shop, but the, this is the first time I've ever like done it myself and we had like questions and
0: answers. It was awesome. Yeah, and you had your uh, your new guy with you.
2: Yeah, and he was fielding all the questions, so he was just giving them to me, and I thought, it, I mean, it was a lot of fun. It was a cool way to connect with like my subscribers, like in a real time thing. Well, that's fun. Never, mm. never done that before. Yeah, that's
0: kind of cool. Are yeah, you gonna do that yeah. weekly or just monthly?
2: Yeah, yeah, weekly. Um, I mean, not to plug my own Patreon, but it's weekly for our top tier patrons. So it's like the perk for them. So it's like first thing Monday when Craig gets out there, we just do that real quick. I mean, it goes anywhere from like 20 to 30 minutes and then it's just done. Move on with the day, but it's fun.
1: Right. But what's it through? Like what app did you say? It's
2: So what we had to do, it took a while to figure it out, but we started our own YouTube page that's a Patreon Uh, YouTube page. uh, So we do all the live through there and then we embed the link ahead of time on Patreon so you can just watch it straight from Patreon.
1: That's so, cool. Got
2: it. Yeah. We also started uploading all of the YouTube videos to that one as well as my personal u- or my main YouTube because that way all the patrons can get those videos forever and they're not monetized. So they're just ad free. Oh, so if you're a patron, nice, you can watch nice, all nice. the YouTube videos ad free. So it's just an easy way to, you know, give perks. It's not like a crazy amount of work on my end, but so mm, that's cool. That was- but my point was not to plug my patron. My point was oh, you can. The, I, like the, you can. I like the live thing. It's fun. I might do that more like on Instagram.
0: Yeah. You know, I thought about doing something um, on Instagram uh, kind of every Friday. I was thinking about doing something like a, a like a film school Friday. I know our. you know William Walker. You did a, right. uh, a thing yeah. with him, Jason. Uh, yeah, he, I beat he, him
2: in a coffee table build. Yeah, you,
0: you destroyed him <laughs> in that coffee table build. He used to do this thing called Film School Friday where on I think it was on YouTube where he would do like a this is kind of how you do filming and whatever whatnot. Yeah. But I I I kinda thought it'd be cool to do like an Instagram live. I'd be like, here's how I film myself and maybe here's how I could help you figure out how to film yourself on YouTube and do some stuff like that. But Right. And here's my PayPal
1: address for all your questions.
0: Basically, yeah, here's how you you give me money. Here's,
1: here's how my, I monetize this. My Venmo, well, see the nice thing with PayPal those and...
2: is you can be like, "Here's all the equipment you need and here's all the affiliate links." Right. To all the right, to right, all that equipment right. that you need. Yeah. That doesn't work for me when I give filming advice cuz it's like,
0: "Here's my, here's iPhone, my iPhone Here's right. the iPhone. apple.com." Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. It's been it's been wild. So I I I told you about that that cutting board video of mine. I have a affiliate links to that cutting board Wood. pack that I, you know, used in the video. Yeah. I think I've sold probably like 75 of those packs so far. It's just been wild to see every day how many people <laughs> so are ordering like them. 12 bucks or something. Yeah. I mean, I've, I probably made like $20, but yeah.
1: Oh it's, my gosh! You're it's just single-handedly wild to see. dumbing down the woodworking world. <laughs> yeah, one box of I I am single-handedly <laughs> single-handedly
0: killing every planer and jointer. And some yeah, yeah. cabinet <laughs> shop in
2: in Michigan is rolling on the floor laughing right now. Like yeah,
0: Dwayne, you believe, I this? Can't believe it. Those offcuts we threw up on Amazon, they're That's sound, right.
1: man. Yeah, <laughs> Jimmy, we sold another one. I can't oh, believe it. it. All this of our People sawdust. There's a bag of sawdust and some bent screws. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you know.
2: Hey, if it works, it works. can yeah, you for it's it, a sucker, Keith. Yeah. For how is the um the mudroom? You're you're rounded. You're getting close, right? We right, are. We're rounded the corner. Um, uh,
1: uh. Well, my sister finally picked a color yesterday, or the day before. Great. So I took the it's a green gray some sort of hunter not i forget what the color was um no it's greenish gray or grayish green um so yeah my ultimate goal was to put the upper face frame on in one piece but you know bring it home pre-finish and then pop it on with the lamellos but realized transportation's an issue a lot of people suggesting rent a van and okay so 90 miles round trip the cost of the van, gas. Are you're looking at like 250 dollars to rent a van to oh transport my gosh. a face frame. Just branch. find it's just a not worth celebrity
2: it. to pay for it.
1: Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh. Sorry. So I brought it all home, and I, today I got it all together, and t- I'm going to bring it in two sections, and because uh, then I was thinking too, even if I do put this whole thing together in, in one section, prime it, paint it, top coat it. I know dang well when I bring that thing in there, I'm going to bang yeah. it on something or it's going to like, I'm going to be snapping it on and something's going to crack or yeah, something's going to happen. So I'm best off, better off, uh, two pieces and then just kind of priming it here and then installing and painting everything together. So that is, uh, that looks pretty good. So Dude, I'm, that's work why on that. I'm a huge
2: advocate for rolling mm-hmm. and tipping face frames. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. you're always going to have to do something to them. Yeah. Yep. It's true. Then, I mean, then if you need to, you know, hammer in a few pin nails here or there, you can and fill them and sand them. And then you just yeah. touch it all up when you're done and it's good.
1: Yep. Yep. Or you, you can, don't, if you don't need to, do around
2: the edges at all. You can do that. Which
1: you have, up. which I'm going to have to. I yeah, mean, yeah, my scribes always, are good, but they're not great. You always Greek. have to. Yeah. You always have to.
2: So, right. Yeah.
0: Right.
1: So the, the bottom face frame that goes over the the drawers that are on the bottom, but my original plan was to, sna- I, you know, during the dry fit, they're on there and I'm going to take them home. That way I can fit the drawer fronts perfectly. Well, I must have, like, I screwed my top lamellos in so it's secured and then the top went over those uh, access holes so I can't <laughs> even get the face frame off. So that's in place. Um, oh, boy. So it's not a big deal. Like, I I did square up those openings for the drawer front, so I'm I'm fine and I have I'm good there. But yeah, that was stupid. Um <laughs> I was like, why isn't like what I'm hammering it from behind. I'm like, this isn't moving. Like it is not even, <laughs> it's doing nothing. It's like all right, I'm gonna back off with the uh three pound mallet here.
0: You need a five pound. Uh, That's what you needed.
1: Oh that was see the five pound sledge is tough to get in that little in that yeah, little it's area. Tight. But maybe next Tighten. time. Maybe next time. But speak, so <laughs> I made one pretty big gaff on this one. And I, I blame the blue tape. I, I didn't have any green tape on me. I used blue tape. Oh. And I should have known right there that I was in for trouble. So I had two inch blue tape and I ran that all the way down my side styles that needed to scribe to the wall. Now, I had made these styles two and five eighths and they were going to be scribed down to two inches. The blue tape was two inches. So when I ran that blue tape all the way down, nice tight to one side, I made my scribe and I peeled away the tape where I was going to cut away just so I could see that line. And when I went out to the table saw, put that thing on a little bevel and cut it, block planed a little bit here to make sure it fits. I bring it in and it's like an eighth of an inch off all the way down. Like how is that even remotely possible? Well, when I trimmed it on the table saw, I trimmed to the other side of the blue tape not the side that I was supposed to, if that makes sense. Jason's oh. like, I don't get it.
0: <laughs> oh boy.
1: So, and I was pretty short on material for face trim anyway, so that was out the window. But so I grabbed the other side and did it. But then I had to go pick up some five quarter maple. And let me tell you something. I normally get it rough and it's like five dollars a board foot, maybe four fifty. So I went to this place that it was uh, fully surfaced S4S and I got two nine footers, five quarter by six. And he rang it up and he said, $145. Wait wait wait, 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 <laughs> I said, wait. I said, I'm sorry, sir. You must be kidding. Um, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I bought
2: one piece of six quarter black walnut last week. That was 60 inches long by maybe six inches wide. And it was okay. $126. Oh
1: uh. my gosh. But I got retribution okay. because I needed to get another piece. And I went back the next day and I also needed to get a piece of crown. So he rang up the crown and he rang up that and it came to $37. So I'm saying in my head, did I get like Drastically overcharged yesterday when I bought these, or did he ring up something? Let me wait and get the receipt before I say anything. So I get the receipt and I bought a ten footer, and he rang it up as quantity one, which meant one foot, oh. not a one ten footer. So I saved sixty three dollars on that ah! trip, <laughs> and I burn rubber out of there. So fast. Let me get out of here real quick. <laughs> See you so tomorrow. I gotta go.
2: Yeah, That happened to me at Home Depot the other day. So I went in there to buy some melamine. Is that what you call the the, the stuff that's already got like the white laminate? The particle on it? board. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Because we have this um, linen closet that all the shelves got ripped out of when we did our remodel because they were putting in a pocket door. Anyways, I just wanted to put white shelves in there. I didn't want to have to paint them. So I'm gonna, I am gonna. was like, I'm going to get this white melamine. And they sell like the closet parts in there. So it already has yeah. the the banding on it, the edge banding. Yep. I was like, I'm just going to cut these down to length, throw them in there. Don't have to paint them. It's going to be good. But they were out of just the regular boards. But they had the ones that already have the holes drilled for the shelf pins. Yeah. And so I was like, man. And they were like $10 more a board. So they had two of the regular boards with no shelf pin holes drilled. And then they had a bunch of the shelf pin ones. And I was like, well, I just got to get this done. I'm just going to buy the ones with the shelf pins because it's only on one side and I'll put them down. And you're only ever going to see those holes if you get on your belly and look up underneath these shelves. Right. (laughs) So I loaded up my cart and I went up to the front and I honestly wasn't paying attention when she rang them up, but she just scanned the one board without the shelf pin holes in it and put in the quantity (laughs) for all of them. And then she rang me up and I thought like, Oh, that wasn't as expensive as I thought it was. And it then must I got be on sale. Truck, <laughs> and I was halfway home and I thought about it. I looked at the receipt and sure enough, she charged me the same price for all those All boards, of but them. I was like, you know what? If they weren't out of stock of their merchandise, this wouldn't have happened. So it's on them.
1: It's on them. See? Yep. There's always a yeah. way to reason it. Oh, yeah.
2: Take that Home Depot. Take it. <laughs> it them that down. This podcast has become a place to just admit our crimes. That's yeah, right.
1: Yeah. G- <laughs> well...
0: Something similar happened to me this week, so I had to make canvas stretchers for some paintings that were going to have live painting this weekend.
2: So you and went into Joanne Fabrics, you put the whole bolt under your sweatshirt and just walked out. I just walked right out.
0: <laughs> like you're wearing a yeah. cape. Yeah. I said I came for in 60 with A 60-foot cape. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I I went to Lowe's. Well, so to start the story, uh, we decided that we were going to make eight-foot by five and a half foot stretchers. That is a huge canvas. So we called a couple different distributors in town, and one of them said they had 72-inch by six-foot, or actually six-yard canvas. So we said, yeah, send us four of those. And when they arrived, I was like, you know, this box that they're in seems really little. Cause it's not as tall as I am and I'm not <laughs> quite six foot. So like 72 inches is a little bit larger than I am. So I measured it and it was 62 inches. So oh. I was like, Oh no, you gotta be kidding me. This is not 72. This is 62. So I had already made four 72 by, uh, eight foot. Well, they were five and a half foot by eight foot. Uh, canvas stretcher frames that i was okay. going to stretch this canvas on so i had to cut down all of these stretchers to four by six foot uh stretchers to fit this seven or 62 inch by six yard where do you get to the illegal part that's all we yeah about. well okay the <laughs> illegal part well i was at lowe's buying all of this one by three to make these stretchers <laughs> And I went mm. to the furring strips first because oh. I was like, these are like, I think they were like a dollar or $2 each by, you know, they were one by three by eights. And I was like, I, I sorted through as many as they had. And I picked out um, six of them to make one stretcher. And I was like, this is all you've got for one, but I've got to make four of these. Oh, so boy. I, I took what I could out of the furring strips and then I went down to the one by three premium pine they had, oh, I see where this is going. that's right, and I picked out you know uh six more, six more, six more, eighteen more. so I had twenty four of these <laughs> boards, and she rang me up for all one by six furring strips or one by three by eight furring mm. strips, which ended up being you know i don't I don't know what it was it was like sixty bucks compared to what. Premium so pine would be over the three thousand dollars. The reason that lumber is so
2: flipping expensive right now mm. is because they can't make a buck because everyone's just ripping them off. No,
0: that's not and, the problem. That's not the problem.
1: <laughs> and that's why Lowe's stock plummeted earlier in the week. Did it because plummet? Of this? No, I don't know. I don't know either, but Who knows? it should plummet.
0: Man, wow. that cost I mean, the prices over there are just insane right now though.
1: Well, because I bought a sheet of maple ply, I had to get it there, and it said56 dollars on the tag. I was like, okay, that's fine. And when I got I guess it was an old tag because she rang it up, it was 78. No, that's oh. nuts. <sighs> yeah, I had yeah. Yeah. when
2: so- I was um in high school, I went through kind of a bad <laughs> phase and um, I got really into shoplifting candy. Oh boy. Um, actually this wasn't high school Think of, this was like seventh grade. I thought I it was last there. week. I was going to
0: say like last week. <laughs> no, there's this
2: gas station by our middle school and we'd walk to it at lunch and my parents never gave me like spare cash to go buy candy or anything. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to steal this. And I had this perfect system because it got so bad with shoplifting in this little gas station from all the middle schoolers going in there that they actually had a security guard that was sitting there on a stool and like watch kids. <laughs> so they wouldn't steal anything. And I knew his name, his name was Chuck and we'd like talk and he'd always give me a fist pound when I go in there. And so I started doing this thing where I'd walk over to the candy aisle and I'd stare at it and I'd make sure he could like see me and he was staring at me and I'd grab a whole fistful of candy and I'd shove it in my pocket and he would like, give me this look like, come on, man. And then I'd be like, just kidding. And I'd pull all of it out except like two pieces of candy. And Uh, stick it back on the shelf. And he'd be like, thank you. And then I'd like, you know, hang out, whatever, and leave. And I got him every time. It was the perfect way to shoplift. Because it wasn't (laughs) trying to be sneaky and hide it. It was like blatantly like, I'm messing with you. I'm doing this. I'm taking 20 of these. I thought I was in seventh grade. I thought I was a genius. I was like, man, I'm going to be stealing art by the time I'm in high school. This is great. (laughs) That's funny. Ocean's 11 over here. Whew, uh, that's, that's cunning. Funny, yeah. That's really funny.
1: You tell Ivor that story?
2: Uh, no, you not don't. Yet.
1: Okay, you probably no, shouldn't.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> he doesn't many listen ideas. To the podcast, so we're okay.
0: That's good.
1: Okay. Oh, but man. um,
2: I did get arrested like two months after that for shoplifting. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. <laughs>
1: Stop it! In middle school?
2: Yeah, yeah. That was we, the first time I got arrested.
1: Cuffed and stuff. Oh, first man. time.
2: I, yeah. The the second time time I was because I set fire to my neighbor's yard. That was Uh, the first time. Well, I didn't really get arrested either time. The cops just came, and then my parents got called. I never like went to jail. Oh, yeah.
1: You weren't scared. I promise,
2: I'm a good person now. I only steal melamine boards. Just melamine. (laughs) I I just steal the discount. I don't actually steal the whole board.
1: From large retailers.
0: Yeah, that's funny because when I was in middle school, we. Me I, I used to run with this crew of like 3 or 4 other guys and we would go to we would go to Target which was across this big street from our neighborhood and I had one buddy of mine that would always go in there with us and he would go to the tool section and steal the uh side cutters from the tools and then go over to the CD section and then cut <laughs> oh. out the CDs from the jewel cases And just put just the CDs in his like hoodie or pocket or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then walk out. And one of the times. Parachute pants. We were all leaving. Yeah, our Jenkos. Yeah. And like one of the times we were leaving, (laughs) he got busted and the cops were called and like his parents had to come and pick him up. But we were all just like, we had no idea what he was doing no idea.:
1: <laughs> I had no idea what he was doing.: I've never seen this kid in my life. but like I'm the, an old man. I'm, I'm an old confused. man I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, dude,
0: I've lived a long life. I've served in World War II. Yeah, no, I have no idea. Hello, but, Jerry. like all five of us got like, you know, banned from Target. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> We're like, we can't come back. Well. But you know, I feel like
2: yeah. everybody goes through a shoplifting phase because everyone I t- tell that story to is like, "Oh yeah," and they have a shoplifting story. Did you ever steal anything, mm. Keith?
1: Yeah. What? I remember as a kid, it was the same thing. He there stole was like hearts. An old convenience store, nearest, and I was, mm-hmm. I would go behind the counter, and they would have like loose change in the in a drawer. I forget. It was like a small time. Little, I don't remember, but yeah, nothing really. Uh, nothing big. I don't think. Just these little uh, mishaps where our miscalculations or clerical yeah. errors. I never stole is, anything uh, big. It was always
2: candy. The yeah. one time the cops got called, it was because it was a Red Bull, and it was obvious that it was in my pocket.
1: Mm.
0: Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Is that a Red Bull, or are you happy to see me? <laughs>
1: it wasn't a zucchini and aluminum foil. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, that's oh, what happens. Boy. Lumber prices go up, and- uh, Everything else goes down. <laughs> yeah. We are right. <laughs> Cloak and dagger stuff.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, boy. So, Jason, I saw you're doing some uh, bent laminations. Some bent lamination, yeah. Up, you know What's up with that?
2: I've only done bent lamination on, like, minor scales before. Not that this is, like, a major big thing, but uh, doing these curved... Cabinet doors with a half circle at the top. So the two doors come together and make this half circle. Saloon doors, right? <clears throat> yeah, mm-hmm. I, get, I mean, they're not going to like swing back and forth like that. And they go all the way down. They don't like, you know, you can't see people's legs underneath them like saloon oh. doors. Right <laughs> But I was trying to think of the best way to do this curve on the top, and there was only two solutions that I could think of. Maybe you guys have an idea that I didn't think about, but it was either glue up a bunch of segmented pieces and then cut like the circle out with like a circle jig or do it bent lamination. And I just thought doing bent lamination would be way stronger than and less joints to deal with. So I made a form. Well, first, I made my face frame, and then I used my face frame as a template to cut a form out of MDF. And then I oh, used right. that form to glue up the bent lamination and it went smooth. I was a little nervous cause it was 18 pieces. I had to glue up, but mm. just oh, wow. laid them all out on the table, spritzed them with a little total boat, baby. Total boat,
0: baby.
2: Yeah. Then slapped them. Slapped them together and they went together great. I pulled them out of clamps this morning. And then the one thing I was talking to Keith about this earlier in the week is I purposely made it way thicker than I needed it. I only needed it three quarters and it was like an inch and an eighth um, thick. Because I knew I wasn't getting the clamping pressure on that. It would probably like slide up a little bit on one side and it wasn't going to be perfectly even. I wanted to be able to surface it after the fact. And so I pulled that thing out, and then I just went over to the joiner, and I ran it through the joiner, and just kind of turned it in a circle as I went through the joiner, which oh, really yeah. wasn't that bad. And then got I went to over rotate. to the planer after I got a flat side on one side, and pivot, pivot, stuck pivot. it in and spun it around, and it worked great. Just <laughs> super light passes, and I don't—I was thinking about it. I don't think it would work with like knives on a planer. But oh with no. The heli- no! Yeah, with the helical head—it was fine.
0: Yeah, mm. straight knives probably would have been like screaming.
2: Yeah, especially when mm. you got it sideways in there. But this—it didn't even. I didn't get any tear out or anything. It was fine. Wow! Mm, so. Those
1: new those new cutters.
2: Yeah, a yeah, new nice. sharp planer blade. So I got it down to my three quarters. It's nice and level, no wobble to it at all. So mm-hmm. next step is now taking that top curve piece and then building out the rest of the door. I'm going to do it in one giant door first and then just cut it in the middle into two doors. I'll just split doors. it. Yeah. Yeah. So my middle style will just be twice as thick plus the blade width. So then mm. I'll get out the ye olde track saw and... Um, Zip, zap, zoop, cut that thing down. Take two seconds. Yeah, the one other thing I got to figure out now is that middle style. In my head, I was like, I'm just going to hook everything together with half laps because it's easy and this thing's kind of big and I don't want to try and do, you know, a mortise and tenon like I would on a shaker style. Um, So I was going to do half laps, which is going to be great. It should be pretty easy with the exception of where the style goes into that top curved part. Because oh. that half lap is going to have to be yep. a curve on that one piece. Right. But I think I can just put it underneath there, trace it out. Trace and it, yeah. Do it by hand with the router
0: and oh, get yeah. it mm-hmm.
2: pretty darn close. I don't think I got to overthink this. And then I can just make it so that joint's on the back of the cabinet door on the off chance. It's not perfect, but I think it'll be, I think it'll be okay.
0: No one will know.
2: What are you thinking, Keith? I mean, I could make another template, but then I would have to cut another piece to fit that and router template it out. Oh, I just that's think too that's... much work.
1: No, I think that, that would work. Yeah, it's a small... Like, when you're at the top of that circle, that arc, like, it's very great. It's like, it's not really sharp and... Yeah,
2: yeah. It's uh, you know, it's kind huge. of a
1: graceful curve. Yeah, yeah. No, I was just thinking, like, the what what did you use for the wood? Was that maple or poplar?
2: It's poplar. It's all going to be painted... Yeah black
1: yeah
0: <laughs>
2: no, not black it's going to oh. be painted white and then the inside cabinets all going to be white oak ply and that'll be oh mm. natural so
0: well, the, it'll have gl- it'll look, glass doors it'll, on it it'll look great
1: yeah. yeah no the only concern i had i thought about was with the because the bent lamination since you have all the um edge grains is like your wood movement's going to happen top to bottom so if either any of those pieces expands and contracts and the others don't like it may just you end up with like a little well i ribbing. thought about that and but it, that's i mean why, it's so small probably well, won't
2: and i cut each piece out of the exact same board and i mm, kept okay. them in the exact same order Orion,
1: yeah. yeah so yeah. i don't oh. know
2: why those would move different at this point yeah right yeah. I mean, it's literally that. I mean, if they move, that's the same board. It should all move the same.
0: Right. Theoretically. Theoretically. But it's it's all only an three quarters already. I don't know. Yeah, yep.
2: Yeah, it's only three quarters of an inch. It's locked in there with epoxy. So, you know, wood movement can't move with epoxy. Not epoxy. <laughs> no, come on. No, no way. Total it's basically bolt, baby. plastic at this point. There's more plastic <laughs> than wood at this point.
0: Yeah, it is more plastic.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So this is going to be a two-part video because there's just so much in this face frame, especially with all the bent lamination, that I'm going to do one video just on the face frame and the curved doors and putting the glass in there and everything. And then the next video will be the cabinet and installing it and all that jazz. So,
0: Oh, nice. Mm. yeah, Very nice. But
2: this week, this week I needed another video. So I did another tips and tricks video. Oh, did you really? And I got to say, I like these tips and tricks videos because I start trying to think of tips. And sometimes they're things that I've never actually done before, but just things if I I wonder if they would actually work. So it makes me experiment around with different things. And one of the tricks I came up with that I'll give away that actually worked really well is, have you guys ever wanted to make your own wood filler? And so you need the dust and you make the glue and you try and like match the color so you can like fill a little... Crack or a hole or yeah. something like that, right? For sure. But the problem is you have to like to make it really good, you got to get super fine dust. And so yeah. what I would do normally is I go over my oscillating bench top sander and I just hold a piece of wood there until you know I made a big pile of dust. But it's a pain, it's putting a bunch of dust in the air and it takes longer than I usually have the patience for. So I thought about this a few weeks ago and I tried it and it worked for this video, is I just got an old coffee grinder. No, and I just put regular sawdust because I always have like thicker sawdust oh, chips okay. in there. Okay, I, it's not like I put a piece of <laughs> That's wood in what there.
0: I was thinking you
1: were gonna uh, no. <laughs> like a wood chipper. Put some <laughs> chunks no? But in. <laughs> you could, you
2: could, you could just run a board like <laughs> a board once through a planer and then go over to the dust collector and grab a handful of chips and then I stuck it in the coffee grinder. Maybe twenty seconds. And that coffee grinder, and it was like the finest wood powder. It's Espresso. A, it, was like, it was like more <laughs> fine than comes off of the sander. Yeah. And it made the perfect wood filler. I mean, that's pretty smart, right? No? Now, listen, it. we all
1: have a coffee grinder in our in the workshop. Well, yeah, because right, you can waiting. pick up a coffee grinder for <laughs> what? Nine dollars
2: and make as much know. sawdust as you want in yeah. like two seconds.
1: Yeah, you can make them big batches and bag it I mean, or I mean, Tupperware. Usually... tupperware.
2: Exactly. Then, you could just store it in different little containers. You could have walnut and maple and oak just ready to go, and then just boom, grab it.
0: For the most part, though, I'm already at like 220 grit when I'm making my wood filler with you know sawdust and wood glue. I mean, how much finer do you need to get from 220 in a coffee maker or coffee grinder? Yeah, but where are you getting that dust from?
2: My sander. You just, like, scrape it off of Was piece of wood? Has it got a bag on it?
0: No. Usually what I do is just unhook my dust collection. Oh, and put then a put a little glue, glue in the crack. Yeah, yeah that's great for sand. a crack.
2: And I actually, I share that tip in the video, too. But yeah. if you, like, there's been times where you have to use a pin nailer in plywood oh, for a cabinet, and you got to fill some holes, and you sure. want to try and match it as best as you can. And if it's veneered plywood, which I've had to do before, you don't want yeah, to try and... Thin. Saying that more than you have to, so it. I mean, I don't use that wood filler a lot, but it
0: mm-hmm. does
2: come in handy occasionally. Mm. Yeah,
0: so. I I mean, Anyways. I've heard of people that would will actually like bag up their sawdust yeah. and be and like, You can walnut. buy it, you
2: can buy it in a or, few places, yeah. but I always like walnuts different compared to like depending on what wood you use in Oregon walnut, black walnut, eastern walnut. I mean. Air-dried, Who's you say the walnut dry. you buy in the hmm. powder on line is going to be exactly the same color? Maybe that. Yeah. Maybe yours has more sapwood and that doesn't. I think your that best bet be. is to get a piece right off of what you're working on and.
0: Yep, it's true. I don't know.
1: Now, what if you mix it with glue and then just store it in an airtight container?
2: That. Yeah, so and it dries as There's a paste. Prob- yeah, I think there's some reaction once the wood goes in there. It makes it dry faster or different. Mm-hmm. I've tried storing After. it, and it, it doesn't last as well. Maybe if you could put it like in one of those, you know, containers they make for storing stain, where you can suck all the oxygen out of there. Yeah, Somehow. some
1: oxygen.
0: Yeah, so use yeah. that block oxygen. Yeah, you yeah. might be able to do that. But that'd be interesting.
1: Pro- and I found I like using the translucent type on when I make my sawdust wood filler
2: oh Mm. well when i used to do wipe on poly for finish (gasps) i would i would just mix wipe on poly with the sawdust and it would make a paste and then i'd use that and then you don't have to worry about it being a different color once you finish it yeah it's all the same plenty hard once that stuff hard hardens i mean it's good so Mm. that's interesting yeah Hmm. But anyways, so that was a fun video. We got some other fun things in there. I always like to throw a few.
0: Yeah, I got to have a few. A few random things, but it's fun. It's a good. One. <laughs> oh. Well, speaking of Total Boat Baby. Total Boat Baby. I'm going to be using their a, uh, penetrating epoxy on this guitar build as mm. a pore
2: filler. Mm-hmm. Have you have you
0: thought about that? I'd, I hadn't no. thought about that until I saw a couple no, of videos it, of guys using... It would using- totally totally work it totally total, would totally it total boat would <laughs> totally work total boatly totally boat would yeah i saw a couple of guys that were using epoxy as a pore filler and i was like "Huh, that's uh that's a thought so i you know shot them a dm and they were like yeah people are using penetrating so i was like perfect i'll use well some you know of what that. that'd be great when i built the
2: boat one of the steps in the plans was you cut out your sidewall pieces out of the quarter inch plywood uh-huh. and then you coat both sides in epoxy and then you sand them back down. Okay. And I thought that was really weird because you put a really thin layer of epoxy on there and then you sand it down and you pretty much go back down to bare wood. And so right. I called the guy that made the plans and I was like, I'm just trying to understand why I need to do this. And you know what he said? What's that? He said we do it to fill all the pores, so that when you paint the boat, it's a perfect smooth finish.
0: Boom goes mm. the
2: dynamite. So that was the only <laughs> purpose of putting that epoxy on there was as a pore filler. So there you that's, go. That's
0: that's exactly what I want to do. Yeah. So, Andy
2: says it helps to you know just one at, added layer of waterproofing, but right. Mm.
0: Yeah. Man, that's perfect though. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
2: I don't, I don't know why that wouldn't work. No, it makes totally sense. will. It will. Yeah. It,
1: it
0: will. Sense. It makes perfect sense.
1: It won't mess with the, uh what are you going to do with the color on that one?
0: Well, this is going to be for the back. So oh. the the top is going to be, did you guys happen to see that quilted maple I posted a couple I days did. ago? Ugly. Yeah, I mean, it's got mixed <laughs> reviews. I mean, Jason says it's ugly, you know, and Keith says it's it's cool. But, I mean, it's 50-50. Hard Quilting. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. <laughs> Some Ugh. people love the quilt. Some people don't. But I think it's just crazy looking. Like when you're when you're like looking at it in person, it doesn't look flat. Like it does yeah, it not look like it it's, doesn't yeah, look it's, flat
2: in the picture. It looks three D in the picture. Right. Yeah. yeah. It,
0: it looks even more three D in person. Like the depth oh. of that stuff is is just wild. And the only thing I think could
2: be worse than like quilted. Maple or walnut or anything like that would be if somebody used that to make an epoxy river table.
1: Ooh.
0: <laughs> maybe I'll do that next. Oh my Ugh. god!
1: Don't give anybody any ideas.
0: No, no, that's too much.
1: Now, what do you but glue no, that down with to your guitar body? What epoxy? You mean, I hope put the the quilt of maple on top. Mm-hmm. I'll just so use you're going you're bottom. gonna pour you're gonna pour fill the back. And then stick yes. it down. Glue, well, I don't think will we'll stick Well, what I'll to do prophecy. first,
0: I'll veneer, I'll veneer that top to the, the, the blank mm-hmm. body first. So I'll just use this normal type on one. And I'm going to do something different. I'm going to use the uh, vacuum press yeah. um, to actually laminate that, that veneer to the body blank first. Mm. Do you have a vacuum press or you make I one? I just, just got one in from Rockler. Ooh. Yeah, so I'll be using that to, you know, laminate that, that drop top on. And then once that's on, then I'll be able to route out everything else and then pour fill the sides and back. I will not pour fill the maple because the maple is closed grain. So there's no gotcha. need. But the swamp ash that Jason <laughs> so loves that I'm using will need to be pour filled. So I'm going to use the Total Boat, baby.
1: All no, right! All right! It. All right!
0: Yeah, P- poor cool, Phil. poor Phil. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you guys know about guitars, but I'm gonna do a double Nothing. double bound body on this, so it'll be a slab body. So there, there won't be any contours on it, like I modern feel like guitars. You need to
2: start your own guitar podcast to kind
0: of. I know talk and about you, you guys are stuff. making one-on-one, and you guys will not be on on it at all. We <laughs> will not be a guest. No, you will not be guests. No. So like typically guitars now have like these rounded uh, sides that have a relief, like where your right arm goes to play, uh, yeah. like strum and that gives it more of a comfortable, uh, And there's also what's called a tummy cut, um, where our belly cut, where the guitar rests on your, uh, gut. This will <laughs> not have that at all. <laughs> It's gonna be just oh, a straight boy. slab, one uh one point seven seven inches thick. So that's what like forty five millimeters. And then I'm gonna okay. double bound it, which I will rabbit. it. can you make one that looks like a battle axe? Oh yeah, you could totally do that. Well, uh, I can't remember what company actually makes that. There, there is one of those. No, I know I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. like
2: somebody in Kiss has that one.
0: Yeah, Gene <laughs> Simmons played one of those. Yeah, for that's sure. Cool. Put dinking cool. around with the traditional stuff. Make a flipping battle axe. Make a battle axe. Well, I'll put it on the list, but this one's a commission first, so I'll I'll do this Dude, one. Dude, how and then how stoked would, would he be
2: though if you just showed up and it was a battle axe?
0: I probably quilted not
1: maple that, battle axe. Probably
0: not that stoked.
1: I'd be stoked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you should make one out of your logo, a giant key. Oh man, oh, a giant yeah. Key. Yeah.
0: Key- keytar, a key, a keytar, a keytar. There oh, they already go. have those.
1: Your take on the guitar. My
0: uh, my take on the guitar. Oh boy. That would be wow. cool. Oh,
1: and then you can make a Keith Tar. Okay. Looks like a <laughs> like, uh, head <laughs> on the bed. <laughs> a Mike Lydon. <laughs> a skinny leg.
2: a be, Mike Lydon guitar or a Scott. Oh yeah, Olland, yep. Elevated mm-hmm. wood design. That's oh, a boy. popular Adam, one. Adam McKeon, Patrick Ooh. Campo, Tim Bumgardner. At Eisenbaum STL. I like these. This is re- Returning patrons, by the way. Uh, Nick Sabidra, Jordan at Rustic Creations, Chris Soder, Eric Spensley at Spensley Design Code, Derek Jennings, Pecan Tree Design, Aaron Gregerson, Nolan Russell, Allen Dranberg, Ricky Harkins, Jeff Noel at G H I J K M N O P 63. Noel.
0: Who's Nicole a Luthier?
2: Lobby, oh. Robert Fisher, Tyler Spangler at Spangler underscore woodworking. Arman Johansson. Andreas Wenmier at Jurassic.cc. He's from Sweden, by the way. Michael Radabaugh at Rodcore Restoration. Yono Reich. Reich. (laughs) Uh, At Yono28. Ben Fuller. At August underscore trails underscore designs, Nicholas Fairfield at Fairfield Wood Works with an next Michael Olson at m.j.olson2181, Alex Johnson at Johnson Works, and Nick Leonard at <laughs> Stated Woods Co. Woo! All right. Mr. Nick. I just wanted to throw those in there before I forgot. Continue. So good. good.
0: call. Love good all our call. top patrons. Um. uh no, I don't have anything else to add, other than I'm super stoked about this guitar. Mm. All right, super. Well, maybe stoked. we should, um you know,
2: head over to the after show. Yep. All right. Put slap those tassels on Keith's morsels and <laughs> get crazy. The pasties. The pasties. The pasties. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Yeah. Did they make
0: Ring pasties that, that
1: small? No. Hey. I had to well, get an opti- cut, opti- viewer cut in to half.
0: see them. <laughs>
2: just one drop of CA glue on each <laughs> one. <front. laughs> not even medium. You uh,
1: had to get thin. Oh, no, no, the thin. <laughs> the yeah. thin, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks,
2: if you're not signed up for Patreon and you want to join us in the after show, we're just going to keep the conversation going over there. You go to patreon.com slash
1: podcast
2: sign up, head over there, and uh, yeah. We'll uh, see see you over there on the other side. And we got some great questions from our patrons that we're going to answer. That's right. That's right.
1: All right. All right, guys. We'll see you. Oh, wait, wait,
2: wait, wait. Before we leave, I almost forgot. Oh, boy. We got to give Nick a huge congratulations. He hit a YouTube milestone 10,000 subs. Guys. Yeah. Thanks, fellas. Next
0: stop's
1: a million, buddy. Can't wait. All right, can't wait. <laughs> 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 Although Nick, I have to tell you, I got a notice from YouTube today. I'm sure we all did. It says at the top of the screen that you may see a drop in subscribers as YouTube flushes out all the bot bots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bot oh subscribers. Uh, really? They
2: they send that out like once every three months.
1: I'm down to four thousand subs though, from two hundred and something. <laughs> 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 They're really <laughs> cracking down. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I, that is weird because I did look
2: the other day and I dropped down six subs and I was like, what is that? What, so what happened This must it. be
1: a glitch. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's funny.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, to the after show we go
0: without yes, our and we're party ho. We will be right. over there. Okay. All right, guys. See you on the next one. I love juice.